welcome to the Tire 20 something podcast where i get to speak with people in their 20s from different walks of life about life in your 20s the challenges that you face how to go about them or just basically rant about being in your 20s so today's episode we'll be speaking with my friend Darian and you know Darian's one of my very good friends i met her doing my masters and I can't remember exactly how we met. I can't remember exactly how we met, but we're in the same class. And today we'll be talking with Darian about everything about branding, turning your passion into a business, entrepreneurship, and of course, Darian's personal brand, how she has been able to build that. I'm talking to Darian because she provides me with a lot of clarity on certain topics, and I hope today she'll be able to also provide you with clarity also. Hi, Darian. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Adiola. It's very wonderful to be here. I'm excited to be doing this with you. <laughs> you know what's so funny is that you're actually, you're actually the first female on wow. this podcast. I'm excited to be the first female on this podcast. So, Darian, can you please introduce yourself? Interesting. Hello, everybody. My name is Adiri Sola Jolao Show. Darian for short. I'm a media and communications consultant. I'm a, I'm a graduate of English from the University of Lagos. And then I have an MSc in media enterprise from the Pan-Atlantic University. And in January 2022... I graduated from business school, Joseph Business School. I did a nine-month entrepreneurship program. I am I, I'm fun to be with. I'm very friendly, right? So when I see you for the first time, I can be all friendly. I like, what's up? What's up? What's wrong with this person? You know? Yes. So I'm very friendly. Um, I like fun. I like business. I like money. <laughs> and I'm a lover girl. Hey, don't let me know. You, you know the summary. The summary of all of this thing is: hey, sure, there is a big mother. She likes money, cash, dollar, all of those things. Especially if it's foreign currency. Period. Thank you. Thanks. So today, I think the first thing we'll be talking about is running a business and how to turn your business idea into or something that you're passionate about into something that brings you money so you know for a lot of people let me speak for me now you know being in your early 20s i mean i'm almost there i'm getting old i'm getting to my mid 20s hello i'm 29 i'm in my late 20s i'm I'm on the last leg of these 20s i swear you're on the last leg listen okay maybe my my reason for being terrified from your reason for being terrified mm-hmm. but as I, as I was saying right like when you when you when you um you have a great idea and then you're like okay i want to make money from this this but a lot of people especially because you know for us and you know we know a lot about like doing you know carrying out market research and trying to like test your idea to know you know it is something that is feasible right but for a lot of people, they don't have that experience. So for somebody who's going through something like that, what advice would you give them on trying to turn their idea into a reality? Interesting. From your experience. From my experience. 
thank you because I think my response will be subjective. So first thing first, the truth is when you are younger, possibly in your early 20s, you want to do a lot of things. You don't know what you want to do. That's and true. then you have so many ideas, plenty of ideas. And I really feel like at the end of the day, life comes, life comes and we we start we start to see that okay this is where i should be i've had so many ideas in the past but this is this suits me more so rather than looking for ways to turn your ideas into money into business where you are now look at the things that you are doing because i really feel that ideas are progressive mm-hmm. in the next 10 years i may not be doing what i'm doing now i may be doing something else the only thing is that it will bring me big money that's the mm-hmm. that's the longer shot but the first thing is don't try to look for the extraordinary which most young people try to look for like okay you know i have this idea it's it's wow don't look for the wow like turning your idea into money could be something as little as making donuts i'll give you an mm-hmm. example right when i was in unilag and i was in final year that was 2000 2013, 2014, and we're meant to, we're meant to, like, do final year week. So, we're mm-hmm. asked to bring 20k each. Now, 20k then, it's a lot, it's a, it was a lot of money compared to 20k now, about... Dairy, so, please, <laughs> your broke is not my broke. Dairy, <laughs> people said that Dairy had money. So Dairy, if I misplaced 20k, I would not be able to breathe for, like, two days. So, please. Please, just... I do not have to. <laughs> so 20k then was a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. And I I asked my dad, and he said, "Oh, that that is at that season. It wasn't a season I could get money from home, right? And I really wanted to be part of the final year week. And at the end of the day, I wouldn't be needing 20k. I'll be needing I'll be needing more money because." Mm. I'll be needing more than 20k because I had to buy traditional wares, I have to buy Ankara, I have to buy for uh, dinner dress, pay for dinner. So I should mm-hmm. be in about 50k or so. So when I saw mm-hmm. that I wasn't getting any money, I, I, I wasn't happy about the whole situation, right? And mm-hmm. I would say that God made a way because I, I was in fellowship, right? And mm-hmm. For me, everything in my life, I give it back to God. God is the author and the finisher. He orchestrates my steps. Yes, you. some people may feel like, oh, I'm too religious. It's not about religion. It's about, I, I like, this God, I've felt him. I, he has worked for me. He has worked in me. And he's real. I can see the results mm. personally. So I I, I I, didn't feel good. I don't think I mm-hmm. prayed about it. But I really wanted to pay for the for mm-hmm. the 20k you know what happened i used to make donuts for our fellowship so i used to make the donuts for free so my friend just came to me and said, ah, oh um, they are doing one program somewhere so make donuts for us i said mm-hmm. okay that he said how much is one was it 15 era or 14 era at the end of the day to call the long story short i was doing 300 donuts every day for three days at this 400 or 500 it was a lot of donuts i made it in the hostel back to back for about three days and i got that money i got extra my dad ended up giving me the money i asked for like at the end i i was i had overflowing i had i had an overflow 
that I could buy my, I could pay for the dinner, buy my dinner dress. My dinner dress was on point. You know me now. Mm-hmm. If I want to dress, I would dress up. Like, Derry, Derry, should just call her tailor money for you like this. You love you to bring, you know, see, you know, wait, see, wait, what Derry is wearing a dress? And you're like, ah, Derry, this is just nice. And she's like, yeah, my tailor baby. And you're like, oh, how much did you make it? And then Derry tells you, and you're like, well, this is above my tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> like and at the end of the day i was able to i was able to pay for what i had to pay for i got money extra i look good i still had extra money so what's what's the whole essence of telling the story i didn't know that it was donuts that was going to come true for me at that point mm-hmm. so anything you can turn anything to money like when mm-hmm. you talk about money, don't go and be looking for something outside there. Don't go and be looking for something big. Just where you are, that thing you're doing, that seems mm-hmm. inconsequential, it can bring you big money. For some people, they can talk, and they're talking as paid them. Like, I, I, I talk a lot, and at times, I talk for a living. I've talked mm. for a living before. I've written for a living before. Like, comedians, they make people laugh for a living. So, I really feel like money is everywhere, but don't be looking for one extraordinary, supernatural, magic to get the money to you. Just, just look in words. Mm-hmm. Just look in words, and the money will come to you. So, for some of you, you can write poems, write it, put it online. As you're putting it online, one day somebody may come. Just make sure that what you are doing you are showing what you're doing because that has helped a lot just on whatsapp status uh, you know i post a lot on my whatsapp status more than instagram or anywhere i've i've gotten connections i've gotten clients i've mm. been to places so the truth is there are always people looking for that thing that you can do that thing that is peculiar to you for some people they can make cakes for some people they can make arts they can make baskets and car bag just do what you can do at this point and by the time you start getting attention to your skills, you will see the one that you are meant to sit with that will give you money. Because right now, I'm not selling donuts, right? I'm doing media, I'm doing comms, but I can, I, I, I still make donuts. I use it for training. I make chin chin when I want to go extra special for people, go all out. Like if you're my friend and I'm like, okay, what am I going to buy for a dollar like this that she cannot get? I can just say, okay, let me sacrifice my time and make changing for her, you know? So that I do it out of love. But if I say, oh, because I know how to make changing or because this donor skill has come true for me once, that's what I may be, I want to be doing. It may not be fetching me as much income as I make now. So first, you have to understand what you can do. Second, stop looking for the supernatural. Third, mm-hmm. you have to know the season for that skill. Because for me, in my life right now, the season for making money for donuts has expired. I may pick it up later, but right now I'm pursuing something else. So I cannot say, because I know how to make donuts, I know how to make chinchi, I know how to make chicken and chips, I know how to do media and comms, I can write, I can talk, I want to do everything once and for all. No, everything, God has given you these skills, but there are seasons. So you have to understand the times and the seasons to use these skills. So yes, there's no one way fit all. Oh my God! You know this is actually thank you, Darren. This is actually so true because I feel like for me now I feel like I've gone through like what you said the seasons thing. I feel like I've gone through so many seasons of different like 
Richard, right now I'm going through a different season. I mean, just how many years ago I decided I wanted to do a master's in media and communications. And even though I still do that now, I don't plan on doing that in max next year. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't plan on doing that again next year. I have found something that I totally love and I'm passionate mm-hmm. about, and that's like what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even before this, I, I really used to think I was going to be a journalist. And I used mm-hmm. to write all the time. I mean, I, let's be real. I, I used to write that great, but my writing has improved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I've gone through all of these seasons. And anytime anybody asks me now, like, do I think that this is my final bus stop or whatever? And I'm like, no, honestly. Let's be yes. real. I don't, I, don't, I don't see this as my final bus stop. I love it now doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I would hate it in the future. I'll still love it. It would just not be what I do anymore. Right? That's just that's just it. Right. So that's All right. another thing. Thank you very much for that. Thank day. you very, very much. So I wanted to ask now, like in your in your in your experience, right? Like for a lot of people, I think one of the things they struggle with is how do I okay, so I know you said, okay, posting on your WhatsApp status, but like for a lot of people, what they also struggle with is, you know, getting the confidence to actually like say, oh, hey, I do this stuff. So, and that's also, let me use me, for example, this is actually something that I had previously struggled with. A lot of people don't know this, but I die a little bit inside when I have to talk about myself personally. (laughs) Like I'm not, I'm not even capping. Like, people think that, okay, I talk, like, I like to talk about stuff. But then, I really don't. Especially when it comes to me promoting myself and my work. Mm-hmm. I die a little bit inside when I have to post about myself or my work or my podcast. I'm always like, God, what is this? But, like, last year, right? Last year, maybe because, like, you know, I transitioned into a whole new field. I had to, like... Nobody's going to know that I'm doing this thing if I don't talk about it, right? So I had to eliminate, in short, bury murder, bury the shame I feel anytime I have to talk about things. And it's so crazy because when you think about it, why am I feeling shame for talking about something that yeah. matters to me? Mm-hmm. It makes no it makes no sense. So I had to consciously bury whatsoever shame that I felt about talking about this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk about it whether I like it or not. If you don't like it, block me, unfollow me, mute me, all of that. <laughs> but what me I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about it. And when I'm done talking about it, right, when I'm done talking about it, I know that I'm done. Like, for example, now, one thing I also struggle with a lot. One, okay, this is something you don't know, but a lot of my LinkedIn posts, they're all scheduled. I hate opening LinkedIn. <laughs> I the app. So every time I want to post something on LinkedIn, it's usually scheduled because anytime I open the app in itself, it makes me overwhelmed. So I always schedule my posts ahead of time. Only on this platform. Only on this platform. So anytime... And and doing all of these things have actually helped me greatly because if I didn't... If I didn't uh, kill whatever shame that I felt... Anytime I had to like promote myself, promote my work, talk about my work, I wouldn't have gotten to where I am right now because I'm at the stage where I've been, I'm, I'm building a community for my work and it has been 
so amazing i've gotten to meet a lot of people from different countries different parts of the world and i've made a lot of friends with people from different parts of the world answers and resources with one another which is fantastic even on my medium like from my medium i have gotten a bunch of people reach out to me to become contributors on their blog or to collaborate with them on articles and same with like posting on my linkedin and all of this stuff so how do you think so how do you think that people should go about like all of those all of those stuff why why do you even think people even feel shame when you have to promote yourself or promote your work in the first place okay thank you very much for that elaborate question the first thing is the world bullies us to feel that we're not good enough you know and Mm. it's not a competition that's what i say so the the truth is if you don't tell your story somebody else will tell your story for you so you need to come out even if i'm not good enough i will improve it's a process you know somebody kept telling me like you before you do personal branding you need to go to school you need to improve hello i'm alive and i am the brand Mm -hmm. so let me start where i am and anybody can't bully me to not to tell my story is my story you know i once had a client i wanted to do personal branding and clients were like yeah, i'm not i'm not a graduate how do i brand myself up i said that is your story that is you until we understand that our story is different is unique mm-hmm. and it will inspire somebody who we'll gets you will we'll keep getting scared to share it and it's it's really hurting because anytime you have to talk about yourself to talk about your business, talk about what you do. It is an opportunity. It's a privilege. I think that young people need to start embracing that. Like, okay, I'm giving you a platform to talk. It is a privilege. And Mm -hmm. you have these old platforms at your fingerprint. You know why? If you don't do it, you are missing out. Adiola, if you didn't come out, if you didn't just kill all the shyness, and why would you... I was excited to come here, right? To talk about Mm -hmm. what I do, to have this conversation and all that i was excited to accept your invitation why because it's a platform i'm i'm not scared i'm not shaking and you shouldn't be any young person shouldn't be because every platform you get to share your story it is an opportunity my story is unique nobody has my experience nobody has gone through what i'm what i'm going through nobody uses my method 100 percent. so i am me and i'm going to share it with the world and it's a privilege for you to meet is a privilege you think my work is not good enough just wait it's a process i'll be better right but the problem is if i don't come out you will even know that i do it let it know, know that it's not good enough so there's this perfectionist mm-hmm. syndrome that okay when i improve when i get better when i learn this when i learn that my friend just come out just share in fact do you know that even your struggle there are some people struggling with you down the same level with you that oh i'm not getting this thing but you are not getting it and you are keeping quiet the problem is that the, we, we have this idea of a perfect world where everybody that comes on instagram or linkedin on linkedin as you said they're always getting scholarship best graduating students in school they're always like they're always like top of the class they have gotten abroad they are graduating they finish with a 4.9 cgpa but that's that's their own story my own story is i finished with a 3.2 cgpa and i'm able to like grow myself i'm able to improve on what i have 
I've been able to get jobs and change jobs. I am good at what I do. That is my own story. So if you finish with a 4.9, well done, sir. Well done, ma. I appreciate you. I love you. I celebrate you. But I won't forget to celebrate myself. So that's it. Mm -hmm. I really feel a lot of people think they are not good enough. That's true. So how do you, how do you, like for somebody who, who wants to just like start sharing their work and their stuff, how do you advise that they go about that? Okay, number one, accept that you are good enough and you can start where you are. Mm. That's it. Accept that you can start where you are. Number two, tomorrow is not a better day. Now is a better day. So you are good enough. You can start where you are. Believe that you have something to offer. Many people, mm -hmm. I really feel that we are so overwhelmed. Like what you're doing, right? You, you are just starting. There are people that are better than you. There will always be people that are better than you. That's, That's the thing. But there are a lot of people that are at your stage, at your face. They are not in, like, there are a lot of people that even want to get to this face that you are in. So if you are looking at people that are better than you, you will not start. Mm -hmm. So accept that there are people better than you. And then you have to celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate what you do. Right now, I'm my own number one fan. Like, mm -hmm. some people, if some people, a lot of people posted me on my birthday, a lot of people, but some people did not post. I still love them because mm -hmm. you cannot celebrate me more than I celebrate myself. I feel you. Yeah, you can't celebrate me more than I celebrate myself. So, for my birthday, I was putting posts, I was happy, I was enjoying myself. Like, I'm happy. Really, I feel I'm. You. I'm sincerely happy for myself. I sincerely celebrate myself. So that by the time you come and celebrate me, it is as additional. And if you mm. don't celebrate me, I don't get pain because I've even finished celebrating myself. Mm -hmm. So you need to celebrate yourself. You need to believe and know that you have something to offer. And you can start now. Start where you are. Like that story that you think that, oh, if people hear this that 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 it's beautiful in fact that's how to connect with people even if you lost your job you know now i talked about a time that i lost my job but then i could not talk about it but there, there are people that are struggling with losing their jobs and i've talked to a couple of people and i'm like you guys have been here before this is that, that 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 is it because you lost your job okay let's like i like that is that that is the story that meets them at that point so you think mm -hmm. that you are in your lowest low, you are connecting with somebody with that. From the let me let me come from the marketing perspective. I think with this also, one of the things I mostly notice is that people are always trying to like be everywhere or do everything. Choose what works for you platform wise also. Yes, exactly. Like, choose what works for you platform wise. Are you an interior designer, a fashion? You can always utilize apps like Pinterest, um, Twitter, um, Instagram, more visual platforms, right? Are you somebody who is a writer? Or oh, sure, TikTok. I think another thing, just like looking for platforms that work for you and just like promoting yourself and then having a strategy. How do you plan on going about this? What are the things that you do that will make you unique, right? Mm. What are the things that you do that will make you unique, that would make people, you know, interested in this person? Like Darren said, sharing your story, right? How did I come to be at this place? I think 
that was the first thing i ever wrote about on my medium on my medium page like because a lot of for a lot of people right especially for for people like me who are going into a new field going into a new career and when when i think so i had a conversation with somebody a while ago and they were talking about how oh everybody everybody's transitioning into tech now that i had to ask him a very important question what is tech right and i had to ask him the question what is tech right when you break down tech is just the industry or just a sector right it's like saying everybody is going into there's so many jobs in this sector right Mm-hmm. Right, and because you can think, oh, because I'm a fashion designer, I'm a hairdresser. Already too many people in this sector. Who told you that there are so many people in this sector? Right. Mm. I don't think that there's there's any there's there's a sort of thing as too much resources or yeah. too much talent to fill like a job. Right. Mm-hmm. Too much talents to fill a job. There are people who strictly do braids. There are people who strictly do frontals, right? There are people who own like who do both. There are people who do different type like certain types of hairstyles, right? Mm-hmm. So right, don't let anybody make you feel ashamed for going into a new sector or trying out something new. Do you mm-hmm. get especially right now? Don't let anybody I remember back in twenty sixteen when people used to shame people for wanting to be makeup artists. Like, okay, I like makeup and I would like to make money off it. I'm passionate about it. I'm good at it. Oh, well. And one thing I noticed from that era, because I, I really liked makeup too, right? I, I, in short, I love makeup. I love makeup. I've just been slacking these days. But one thing I noticed from that era is that a lot of the people who they bullied and did not give in to the bullying stayed... Yeah decided to build their platform they're all doing fantastic now mm-hmm. and you know what's so crazy is that they're now like the top makeup artists. yes and when you think about like this whole period actually because there are people that you've been very long time before they even had up to like 1000 followers and you're seeing them and like, now you see the outfit yes it's something and then you think about it like wow just a while ago they used to shame women for wanting to be makeup artists that they should go and get a real job to mm-hmm. get but then these people they stuck their they believed in they decided to build their platform they chose um pl- uh, platforms that worked for them and showcased their work on it they had a strategy towards all of these things and now they're they're thriving I mean, it's not easy being a business owner in Nigeria, but they're doing well. They're thriving. They're doing exactly what people thought that they, they or, or I won't say they're doing. They're doing what people didn't think that they could do, right? Mm-hmm. And that is just that is just fantastic, right? When you see a lot of people's growth, mm-hmm. and it just it's just so crazy what a number of years can do. So that's just that's just, that's just what I believe. Yes, you are you're absolutely correct. There's the world is bullying you to feel that you're not good enough. What you're doing is not good enough. You have to stand up and own it. Because if you do, if you don't, at the end of the day, if you'll be the one that will lose that. Yeah, that's why I it there's one thing like I've been at that uh, I've been on the receiving ends of what ifs in life. And mm-hmm. it's one thing I'd never want to do again in my life. 
I never want to be at a stage of what if. And that's why anytime people see me try out something new or I do something or I have this new interest, and then you're like, ah, this girl, doesn't she ever rest or she's she's always everywhere or you're always trying to what try something out. A lot of people say that like, everywhere. And I'm like, be everywhere. It's not I'm a, exactly, <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't want to be one of those people who are like older in life. And then I know that I like I I decided to start and then I failed and I didn't start at all. Mm-hmm. Do you get? And the, because the thing is, there's there's a lot of time to fail right now in your twenties. Right. Because what do you what get? Right. You tell me no. Okay. We like, wait. 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 <laughs> Even if you are, you start a new, you, you're in a new industry. You're you are trying out this, and at the end of the day, you resigned your job, you faced it, and you didn't make money. You failed after like six months out of work. You can you can just get your CV and get a job, sharp sharp. But imagine you have three children, and you've not tried what you are meant to try in your twenties. Now you have three children. You have bills to pay. You have you can't even travel alone. You have rent. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yes, you have a partner, but you want to be that sufficient mother or father that can take care of the home. And you know that oh, if you're out of job, it will affect everything. It's mm-hmm. riskier then. So do it right. now. In fact, even if you don't have children, you are thirty something, you are forty something. People are looking for people in their twenties to employ. So you know that your chances of getting a job are not as easy, except it's in managerial position. And you want to say you don't want to try all the risks. It's your time. Really, 20-something, like, just try, try, try. You have to keep trying, keep trying, keep doing, keep doing at this age. Please don't mm-hmm. stop doing because this is your only chance. And it will just look as if time is running fast. I'm 29. I was 21 yesterday. Gary, oh. do you know that I was just talking, I was just talking to her somebody that like when we're in PU I had just turned 21 and now just this is interesting like, like you were there you remember my birthday so you were there so now it's yes. like this is crazy like I my brain hasn't even fully grasped it right my brain hasn't even fully grasped it I like you wake up one day and you are 30 sincerely <laughs> and but you now be thinking that okay so what have I done with my life and with my time and that's why this is the time to do everything you want to do with your life and if the thing fails you just know that okay there are still opportunities for me not that you can't make mistakes later but they are costlier to be honest they are costlier so just choose just choose the one that you want to make well, no, it does. It does work out for for a couple people, though. Like you know, when you're older, you can always transition into a new. Field. Oh my god, let me so let me tell you this thing I watched, and okay. this also kind of influenced my case study. I I think I did a product design case study. I don't know if you've seen it, but I'll share it with you so you can just like read through it. So the other day, I was watching this IBM ad on YouTube, right? And Something happened in the ad that struck me. There was this 60-year-old woman, mm-hmm. right? And she, she was in retirement, right? And, you know, what do people do at retired do? They don't do anything. They just sit at home, wake up, be alive. Mm-hmm. And, she, okay, no, she wasn't even in her 60s. She was at least in her 80s or her 70s. But she was a very old woman. Mm-hmm. 
So during his retirement, she decided that she wanted to make a game for people just like her. Those are mm-hmm. elderly elderly people that are retired. And it was just such a motivational factor for me. Mm-hmm. I saw this last year, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when, when when I got this project to work on um an app for the elderly, I brought it up as a reference and showed all my like all my teammates like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm look at this this is actually such a good story and why i'm telling you this is because i once decided i wanted to learn how to code in 2019 mm-hmm. and i never learned mm-hmm. because i was like oh this is too hard i don't think my brain can carry this <laughs> bye mm-hmm. and then now it's 2022 i know how to do all of that right now mm-hmm. and so much more right and mm-hmm. I, I remember I watched the video and I thought to myself, this was this was immediately after I had decided to go to a boot camp. And I was like, if this woman at her age, right, can do this, mm-hmm. like, why was I limiting myself that I, that's okay? I don't think I can do this or I don't think mm-hmm. that my, my brain can even carry this. To be mm-hmm. fair, everything, not everything will be for you, right? Not everything someone else is doing would work for you. Mm-hmm. But like... It was just such inspiring story. Like now, imagine that age. woman wasn't confident enough, and she felt she was old. We would love love her story, and she didn't come out. You see how what? much she inspires you, and that's why wherever we are, we are inspiring somebody. And even if you have to or anything, your story your story is worthy. Your story is worthy. So share. It. Like, it was just so inspiring to see. Like, I can't even... Because, like, actually, when you're older, people just assume that the amount of things that you can do, it becomes less and less and less. Which is true, because there are a lot of, there are a lot of external factors, like you said, like, you know, having children, uh, and maybe you've got into a place in your career where you're like, okay, if I quit now, what else? What would I do? How would I be able to feed all my family? Mm-hmm. Or what? Would, what would my fa- or what would people say, right? Mm-hmm. So that is true. So one thing I one thing I also like to talk about is basically the social media part of sharing sharing yourself, sharing your story. So the problem with sharing your story is that people know that they're supposed to um, share their story. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to tell a story. Mm-hmm. The advice that's one thing, that's the advice that they keep on getting all the time. Mm-hmm. You you read an article and they're telling you, oh, share your story, share your story. So the question is, how do I share my story, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm someone with no knowledge, right, how do I begin the whole process of sharing my story or mm-hmm. getting people to getting people to see my vision? Mm-hmm. So okay. That's, that's okay. So that's that's a very good question, Adiola. Thank you for asking the why. So in sharing your story, you need to understand your story. And first, write a mission for sharing your story. One thing I talk, I tell people when it comes to content creation is that you have to anticipate the response. Do you get? So if I post, if I put on, I've already thought about what I want, I want you to, I want you to say. I've already thought about what I want you to feel by sharing that story so the fact is before you go out there and you start posting see it and say who am i you write it down what do i want to be perceived as 
because right now at Daring Solar, there are some there, there are lots of me. There are different aspects of me. Okay, do I want to be seen as an humanitarian because I have humanitarian projects that I do and I go for trainings and I do them for free for less privilege? Do I want to be perceived as a media consultant, as a professional when it comes to communication, when it comes to branding? Do I just want to be seen as a fine girl? What do I want to achieve by going online, which is personal, is subjective? So by the time you, you draft it down, or do I want to be seen as a newbie in tech that wants to create a community, that wants to com connect with people? By the time you write out your goal, it will now guide your strategy. And then anytime you want to post, for instance, I will say, okay, I want to be perceived as a media and communications professional meaning that i would not post picture every day on my social media and put love emoji or i'll put org emoji because i'm not communicating that by doing that i'm projecting the image of a fine girl so even if i post a fine picture i'm writing about my my experience somewhere with communication my experience somewhere with branding. I'm writing about how I've grown in my career. I'm posting pictures of the trainings I've gone for. I'm posting my radio show, the podcast I've done. Everything that I post goes back to one end goal. Because a brand a brand is cultivated in the mind of target audience. Yes, because you know, a lot of people it's easy to jump on trend, but my brand is a mistake and what i don't say it's a combination of what i say and what i don't say so the brand i'm building in this kind of issue am i meant to be at the forefront because that i'm concerned with an issue does not mean that talking about it or saying things about it publicly align with the brand i'm building i am very very intentional let me tell you right somebody invited me that okay i think on my birthday somebody just sent me one message that how are you then blah 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 i think we should go out on a dinner i think we should go out on a date where do you want to go to and i just told him that oh that i'm busy for now so he said that is that a no or something and i didn't respond because he said no why i don't want to be associated with you that's how too much mm -hmm. see me somewhere and say i'm very particular about my brand association mm. you know that this is actually very so true so maybe because of the experiences that we have this is something mm -hmm. that we always have at the back of our head right mm -hmm. so um let me give you an example so i remember i remember when when i had my first ever like um work meeting with, like my co-workers and this was a physical meeting and i remember people saying that they expected me to be a certain way because of what i post on social media these days are more lenient with the things that i used to post and that was because then I, I used to be so in love with marketing like i used to eat breathe wake up swallow i still love marketing i think that i would do especially like the ex um, experiential side later in life but right now i'm not I, I don't i'm not as in love with it as i was back then so i remember they 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 were oh wow that they really thought that i was gonna be a certain way and i was like let me quick question what do you what do you expect me to post right mm -hmm. yes um i am somebody who is a marketing professional right why would mm -hmm. i not be out of character for me and and mm -hmm. i and i know that a lot of and the thing is let me 
so I'm I'm going somewhere actually. And mm-hmm. so even when I wanted to like start my community, I knew that I couldn't use my original Instagram page for that. I had to create mm-hmm. a separate page because right? I was aware of the audience. Mm-hmm. I knew that these people they didn't follow me for all of this stuff. So when I started because this page had more followers. At the end of the day, I'm the one dropping out, right? It's just like mm-hmm. emails, all this stuff. What do they do? On mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I decided to create another page. And of course, I was like, ah, at first, I was skeptical. That's okay. What if mm-hmm. nobody follows me? And then I, pr- I created a new Instagram page. And how I remember mm-hmm. in like one month, I had over like a hundred followers. And mm-hmm. and I remember when I had this page, and that this page only like the two people I know in real life actually mm-hmm. follow this page, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of the other people that follow this page are all random people who bumped into me on the internet and said following me as a result of things that I, not just on my uh, on my post but on my stories. Because those are the things that they could resonate to, mm-hmm. right? And that is that. That's just a very, very important thing that you said. Like knowing, basically, just knowing the kind of things that you would like, knowing what your brand is, right? But the thing is, in as much as this is normal, like we see these things as normal because this is something that we do in our day to day life. A lot of people actually have, um, um struggle with things like this for for example on twitter i see a lot of startup founders they're always complaining about how um suffocating constantly being in branding mode is right in the sense that okay they Mm -hmm. have they they are themselves they have a um, setting um personality i want to be witty i want to be i want to say a lot of certain things but i can't because people have this perception of me of being a fintech founder i'm supposed to be a serious guy i'm supposed to only post certain things like this i'm not supposed to post things that are funny things that people might find annoying do you get what i mean so, so at the, the same that, time always I, being in branding mode I, I, I say it works for some people, but then at the same time, it doesn't work for a lot of people. Yeah, that's well thank you. Now your business is serious, but you're witty. So be you. It's a personal brand, jeez. And I really feel like that's where expectations come in. So I am not who I am because people expect me to be like this. I am who I am because this is me. You know. And I was talking to a friend yesterday, and the friend was saying that like. I've come to love and appreciate you for who you are. Because before, I used to get bothered. I wanted you to be like me. I'm not like you. That's the mm. beauty of the world. There's diversity. And I could remember that we used to have like a lot of issues and all. Because we're different. And I cannot now start to be a different person. Because this is your expectation of me. It will not work that way. So yeah, be mm-hmm. you. The world will accept it and they will celebrate you. Do you know how many weeks, how many months it took for my friend to now accept me and love the the happy me, the dramatic me? Mm-hmm. Because my friend is very serious. Oh. I, I, I don't think I'm a serious person. But I don't think I'm a serious person either. 
Yeah, no, you're not a serious, serious person. <laughs> I'm literally just there. <laughs> just get <laughs> out. Because I, I don't know why, but like, anytime people who know me, like in workplace settings, they think I'm a serious person. But the people who like know me in real life, they're like, this babe is that a serious it's like hmm. I, I it's so crazy because I I always look at it as like living a double life no you're not living a double life so I think I'm a okay I will not say I think people say that I'm a dramatic person Dave, <laughs> please don't annoy me you know you are don't say that i'm a dramatic person but at the end of the day when it comes to work like i i work like when mm-hmm. when i really want to work i work and if you're not if you're not giving me my work or the work vibes like i would i'll get upset i'm i'm working on that and all that but the thing is i can be your friends we can play we can be friends but when it comes to work let's work so that's who you are so the fact that my personality is happy and friendly and all that does it so it's not like a dual personality it's just what's at that thing what you need for that time what you need for that season that's all mm-hmm. i feel you for people who struggle with authenticity right so what i like to do mm-hmm. right let me let me speak on me so for a lot of things, I just like to speak on me, my experience, because I know that everybody's everybody's experience is different from mine. I know that mine may not always apply to you, right? So honestly, what I always like to do is like my favorite tool, either Google Docs or a pen and a biro. So I always just try to write down everything. So people don't know this, but I've actually like had a business before and running for like a couple months and made money off of it, right? Mm-hmm. Made money off of it, right? So as somebody like who is starting a business, right? Mm-hmm. What I what I had to do was, you know, figure out what brand personality that I wanted this business to have. So mm-hmm. I remember I sat down, I took a bribe and paper and I thought, who is this person? Right? This is when it comes to authenticity, right? You have to kind of break down who you are, like you said. What are the things that make you you? Mm-hmm. What are what are what are the things that? And I think that mm-hmm. is when it becomes too pretentious that it becomes suffocating. Always mm-hmm. just try to find a mix of both of all, not a mix of both of all the things that you enjoy. Like for me now, I love memes. I love them mm-hmm. with my heart, blood, and soul. Okay, I love yeah, to but- laugh about something okay i love to laugh about something so mm-hmm. i always like to laugh so i think one of the things that i also also like um imputed in in the strategy that i i, I drafted that was like memes for this brand for this business like mm-hmm. creating memes for it we created like um nice fun games that you know the people that were targeting could relate to and it was really nice because people were always interacting. I won't tell you what business it is, but I'm pretty sure that I've talked about it here and there, like once in my life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I've talked about it more here and there. So here's that. That's that. Let's not deviate. So another question I'd like to ask, right, 
is this is actually like a personal question right so you as a person during and you know why i i want to ask this question because i know that you make it spiritual and i don't know i really enjoy when people like talk about their religion except when you're being disrespectful i don't like that so i don't like that so you now there i mean we do all of this stuff you know that sometimes it can be overwhelming it can be very very hard it can be very frustrating so how do you now like with all of this stuff be be happy keep a positive mind and just be be yourself right because sometimes with a lot of things going on you can sometimes fall into depression yeah, you can sometimes lose okay. yourself what's the answer what's the answer are you going to, you're going to say god right okay i'm not just going to say god god <laughs> right because i know that that's what you're expecting no because you said you said i already know the answer so i'm like oh what's the answer is it like god Actually, yes it's god i'm going spiritual but and in 2020 I actually prayed to God to give me joy. Why? Because I had a break and I just ah, knew that. Yes. And <laughs> was serious. And I just knew that. Whoa, girl. You actually can go. You actually it's good can. to know that we're not the only ones who chop breakfast to play <laughs> Okay, so somebody once said, ah. Damn it, so you talk breakfast. I'll send it my friend. I'll send it my friend because I remember she asked me a question. I was like, let me tell you, have you received breakfast that is quarter that Saturday Akara before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, breakfast. He doesn't know anybody. Breakfast is no respect of persons. So, yes, it owned me. I chopped breakfast. <laughs> Delicious breakfast. And I Let's came see. back alive. Right, I'm alive. Oh. Mm-hmm. So yes, I as in it was so funny that she can't believe that me, a woman, I can chop breakfast. Which one is a woman? I'm not a human being. Come on, it's no respect of persons. I chop, I chop um, English breakfast, and and at that point in that season. I prayed. I prayed that God should give me joy. And immediately, it didn't look like it. But I started seeing that even in my pain, even with all the things happening, I could pull through and I could still be very happy. Yeah, so that's it. Mm, I feel you. That's really nice. I think when you something that's like i can also relate to i think this year my mm-hmm. every year right i don't really have new year resolutions but i have teams and my team for this year was like peace and consistency mm-hmm. right so i i think i one thing i pray to god for was peace and i'm not gonna cap as as stressful and as overwhelming as the year has been, this has to be one of my most peaceful and happiest years so far. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it, it's had, I don't even think I've had a reason to cry as much as last year. Like, if I'm crying this year, <laughs> it's usually hormonal, not because there's anything. This is really, like, just me watching a film and I'm crying tears of, like, Film tears, 
or like tears of like joy when I'm laughing about something so hard mm-hmm. and I about it. Mm-hmm. But I've I, I don't think that I've had a reason to be sad. I don't think that I have had. I've like my life has just been very peaceful. Mm-hmm. Like I, even though that there are always things here and there that will try to your peace, mm-hmm. it it hasn't happened yet for me. Mm-hmm. And one thing I also pray to God for, and I think mm-hmm. that it is something that I have been mm-hmm. able to achieve. So when I want to start my podcast, right? I think I was very at first. I remember when I said I was going to start. To be honest, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even think I was going to go past one episode. Like one after one episode, I, I was pretty sure that I was done. And then I was going to say, "Oh, Shabi, I tried. I put out one episode to Jesus be my glory." But then so far, I have been. I have found a way to be consistent with this. I mean, I was learning two different new skills. If mm-hmm. am I saying two? Like four, four different skills carrying a mm-hmm. podcast having to sit down have time to record create content mm-hmm. for it um edit it right mm-hmm. still uh while still maintaining a full-time job so i was mm-hmm. like hmm. and so far i have found a way to be able to be consistent with all of these things and mm-hmm. yeah i think like you said honestly it's just god I don't know why, but people don't always think I'm a spiritual person. I don't think I'm a spiritual person, but I know that I believe in God. I don't know why people always think I don't. I don't know why. I wonder why, though. I don't know. Does it look like, do I have it on my face, on my forehead, like, it's giving... And so, I think being a spiritual person is about having a relationship with God. Yeah. I feel you. Okay. So it's not about, uh, it's not about dressing in a certain way, going to a certain church, or farming all spiritual co everywhere. But some people have a relationship with God and they don't look like it. Do you get? They right. don't look like like sister Diola. Like bless you, bless you, bless mm-hmm. you. You know, so. And it's so beautiful. So, yes, you have a relationship with God. So, you can talk to God about things. And there are a lot of things that God has told me to do that I've not done. That He has forgiven me. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of things that God has told me to do that I've done. And I've seen the result and the impact. And really, at this phase, I say it. I keep saying it. This is where we can do the things we want to do. Like, right now, if you are married, you'll have to tell your husband to say, oh, babe can i go and do this do that or oh can i do this can i do that so you you are you are you are taking another face is it mean does it mean that it's not beautiful to to be married no it's beautiful to be married but now that when god places things in your heart in your heart you think you have a lot of things to do you have a lot of time right now because by time you have like more your responsibilities will not reduce do you think they will reduce maybe in your 60s Mm -hmm. I feel you. That's true, Sha. I, I mean, not everybody has that dynamic with their spouse, but I get. I think you're more. You're more. I wouldn't say. I. I, I don't want to say. You're just more responsible about certain things. I wouldn't call it permission, because mm-hmm. I won't say you're getting permission from this person. I'll just say that you're. 
Well, you are getting permission, right? Because it has to suit. You respect the person. The person respects you. Right now, I live alone, right? So I can go out and come back at 11 p.m. Do you get mm-hmm. But if I had to come back at 11 p.m. and I'm married, I have to tell, oh, sorry, this is where I'm going to. I have to go there. But now, hey, last week I went I went to lodge somewhere for like two, three days. So, yes, it has to be like mutual, oh, can I go? If person says don't go, you have to manage the crisis if you really want to go. Because um, because- let me, should, should I be honest? Like, what you're saying now, mm-hmm. it kind of scares me because I'm like, do I really want a commitment? As per I say, I have to go somewhere, I'll tell somebody and they'll tell me no. If they don't tell me no, will I say so, I don't go? If the person <laughs> is a kind person, the person won't say no, right? But at times, too, like, you are not free as a bird. I like I like to be free because I don't think that I would like to at the same time ever restrict somebody from doing the things that they would like to do except when it's harmful and you know you are, and, but as you said you are more responsible so you have a responsibility somebody's your responsibility okay maybe we've agreed that we eat together every 7 p.m but mm-hmm. here you are you are going to you are going to a jangbadi at six thirty. Oh, so it's just more like a commitment, a responsibility mm. kind of thing. Like okay, yeah. I know that there's somebody somewhere that I have to take care of. No, no, I feel you. I I get what you're saying, but then some people they don't see it that way. Like some people are very controlling. I don't like that. No, I you like that. I don't like controlling. A controlling person. You won't actually be with a controlling person. At Me, I can't. It doesn't, it, it doesn't even work. Because I start dating, you'll break up with the person. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't let's talk about it. But really, you, you will know some of the things that the person will do from, from dating the person. Maybe mm-hmm. you are just, you are just talking. Some people lie. Some people yes, lie, Derry. Yes. Some yes. people, they're devils in disguises. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, actually. And then... You cannot know people enough. Mm-hmm. You cannot know people enough. A lot of people lie. A lot of people lie. People lie a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it's not about you, Sha, because if I'm dating somebody, I'll try and see how the person re- reacts to their younger sisters, their friends, people around them. Like I know mm-hmm. somebody that was dating someone, right? And they broke up at the end of the day you know they got married and then they had is they had to separate right so when i asked her that and then she said the person was beating her but that eh? wasn't the problem wait till they no they got married right they they separated but that was not the problem for me the problem for me was you are dating this person this person was beating a sister that is your age mate and you think he will beat you ow and she should say, Oh, I'll ask him that this one that you're beating this gay, won't you be beating me like that? Like, can't you see that if we beat you? Can't Dang, you my see? mouth has been open this whole time. I'm not even like, cap like my mouth was open this whole time. How is somebody be beating his sister that is a full grown woman, a mature woman? Imagine you have an elder brother now that is beating you at your age, and then his girlfriend is your age mate. It will beat the gay very well. So I was just like, what kind of mistake did you make like this? And so, because, yes, he loves you, will do anything for you. But it's not about, it's about the person. At, at times, it's even about how they 
relate to somebody as low as a cleaner. How? Do you know I was gonna say this? I I I I used to I used to date somebody and then we were on a break. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one time we were together and then he ordered something and the person the person the delivery guy he ended up coming late. So mm-hmm. he had explained that he'll come late. And when the delivery guy finally acted, mm-hmm. the way this person reacted, sorry, finally came, the way mm-hmm. this person reacted, mouth was wide open. That's it. I, I, those I are couldn't crazy. even eat the food. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even eat the food because I knew, like, that day, that day, that, like, that one incident cemented everything for me. Mm-hmm. I just knew that this person... One day, because like let me keep you at arm's length because married the person will not be happy every day. There are bad days, there are there are angry days. So because person is not happy, you just not know what we're the way the person will shout at you, or you just hear one slap. But you saw him slapping other people, you did not talk. Me. Because it wasn't you, you are still there, you're still enjoying yourself. Like that whole incident, I was so shocked. Like, as soon as I went home, I just knew that, ah, this person is never going to see me again in their life. In their Better, life. Because this person doesn't respect people. So, it's not about me. It's about the character of that person, you know? So, right. like, there's somebody I know, right? The person, even if you're not, like, spec spec, but you respect people. You are kind. That's enough at times. Mm-hmm. Do you know the funny thing is I don't have a dating requirement. You don't know this. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but this is here. I, I think that I have a type, but I don't have a dating requirement. Like, I literally don't have a dating requirement. You actually do. This one, I said you have a type. You do. No, when I mean I have a type, I've always just dated skinnier men. I've only ever dated one buff man in my life. That's what I mean when I say I have a type. I've never dated, like, buff men like I've dated one, but like I mostly date like skinny men. That's when I, like, I have a type. But like I don't think that I have like dating requirements. Like mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it. Like honestly, how do you treat me? How do you treat people? Right. And I think like, one of the most important things for me is somebody being kind. Right. Mm-hmm. So I can't even be with somebody that's unkind. Like you said, we're we're gonna have arguments the one that will argue once and you'll be telling me that on my head is shaped like a coconut or something mm-hmm. or you just be you just be mean to me unprovoked right i get it you're angry but that doesn't mean that you should be mean or you should want in, um, um invoke as much pain cause cause me pain as possible because you're upset at that moment god forbid mm-hmm. oh no 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 it's, like it's actually it's, it's actually like a serious issue it's actually like a serious case and it's something that we should look into like why won't you be do you know some people are very 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 kind and they are just there they are among mm-hmm. so let us wrap up anyway okay thank you, so where do we wrap up we talked about too many things. Now we talked about relationships, talked about man. Anyways, people should cut this place. We 
to listen to a man whatever you people should be <laughs> thinking about personal branding and career Thank yes because if he take you for an idiot your career it can't also <laughs> man is necessary you don't mind how man is necessary no he... yeah that's what i was gonna say because I, I was like oh man, man can take you for an idiot but your career your career can also take you for an idiot too but you have more control over that um but yeah i feel you they're all they're all both necessary parts of your life right mm-hmm. man doesn't have to be necessary for everybody if that's not your cup of tea though mm-hmm. so, so that's just it right that's just it for me i think figure out what you want to do don't let anybody bully you into not doing that one anything. is very important though don't let anybody bully you right don't ever let anybody bully you i mean the struggle of feeling like you're not good enough it's inevitable but they i mean if we're not good enough why are we here in the first place and ideas are always in phases so if an idea expires if a face expires move on do something else right and try things now try different things now that you are young try as many things if you feel it's very very easy for you to move doesn't mean that you can't move later in life you can but there are just other factors involved but right now it's only you so it's easier mm-hmm. I feel it's actually easier to move anyway. and then well, sorry no, that's no you're gonna say something surround yourself with kind people Male, it's male, very important. Friendship, dating, even acquaintanceship. Please let them be kind and respect others. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Anyway, thank you for coming on the podcast. Honestly, it means a lot to me. And obviously, the people that are going to be listening to this episode, thank you for coming to share your experiences, insights with us. It really means a lot. Oh, thank you. Oh, please. Anyway, that's that. Thank you, Darren. Have a nice day.